German masala sit back and listen to German masala sit back and listen to German masala Welcome everyone to the what is it like the 5th episode of the German masala podcast It is It is All right 5th 5th episode it's like a mini milestone we reached here um I'm your host Alex and I'm your other host Harbir. And just so if this is the first episode that you're listening to, um we are an Indian and a German uh, talking about stuff in English and we are bringing each other topics every two weeks and we are surprising the other person with that topic. So uh today it's my turn so Harbir doesn't know what we will be talking about but I do. <laughs> Last week it was Harbir's turn and we talked about the uh education system in Germany more in specific like the free universities that we um get to enjoy here or more or less free and we did receive a couple of comments again thank you so much for sending these in in the show notes or if you're watching this on YouTube in the description below the video there will be our email address as well so if you want to email us something feel free to do so um no matter really what you want to tell us if we're doing well or not or if you have any ideas what we should talk about now one of these comments actually uh taught me something and taught that person who sent me the comment something as well because last time we talked about studies of informatics oh uh, yeah sure <laughs> and apparently i actually yeah i i didn't quite know i thought this was an english word as well but it's uh, computer science i kind of knew that there was computer science but i just thought they were kind of interchangeable Turns out they're not. They were like, "What are you talking about? Informatics? Did I just learn a new German word?" So I guess yes, you did. Uh in case some of you were wondering, it's basically computer science, right, Harbier? Yeah, so you know, these are the moments when I think that I've become too German now. <laughs> Because uh, even in India it's information technology or it's computer engineering, software engineering, it's computer science. It's it's never informatics. So I should have known this. but yeah i mean 14 years in germany <laughs> and whole education over here it changed me it, it changed you uh i hope not to the negative but at least no. at least we we still we still kind of caught this or at least someone told us that we didn't didn't quite do this correctly so thanks again for for sending that comment in and uh yeah again feel free to do so now Let's jump into this week's topic. And I'm going to say it will be a little uh, different from our other topics. Okay. Just because well, maybe not so much different. Well, it's I, I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to say it. I mean, you all read the title, so you know what it is, but Harbier doesn't know at this point right now. <laughs> so the topic will be lying. Lying. Yes, like not telling like the lie. truth. Yes, yes, like the the topic of not telling the truth and i have a couple of things i want to talk to you about with with this topic uh the first one will i guess start off with is have you ever lied yes i think every person in this world has lied before or everyone lies i agree i agree probably a lot of people a lot of people do lie do you remember one really like specific lie that you want to tell us about <laughs> i know i'm putting you on the spot i know this is hard but uh Oh man, now you're oh, I will have to out myself now. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot if you don't want to, but no, just no, something. Sure. sure. I mean, 
as a child, I used to lie a lot in the school. I think we talked about this as well. So uh, uh, as I was saying in one of our earlier episodes, my teachers used to trust me a lot and they would give me homework and I would, uh, next day I would, uh, so I would not do the homework and next day I would tell them, oh, I forgot my notebook at home. And they would believe me. I mean, these were the little lies, right? Not harmful lies, but but kept me out of trouble. Uh, at least not getting any trouble. Um, but I mean, there are always some big lies as well. I don't know. I can't think of anything specific right now. But I think as we keep talking, I might <laughs> remember things. <laughs> Completely fine. And uh, just to be fair, I'm going to share a story uh, with you as well. Yeah. So it's weird that I did this, to be honest. I don't quite know why, but um, back when I was a little younger or even until this age or not quite, but, you know, a couple of years ago, um, you know, whenever there was a social gathering and you would talk about, you know, some movies or something and, and you know, there's a, let's say, really popular movie and people were like, well, did you watch that movie? And sometimes I kind of knew about the movies, like good <laughs> enough. And I don't know why, I don't think like... I. I think I felt maybe I didn't want to feel left out or something or that the people were, but that's stupid because you watched a, you didn't watch a like movie. So what? But I, I kind of frequently lied. I'm like, Oh yeah, I, I totally know that movie. And then sometimes I would catch myself doing this yeah. and then I'm like, Oh, well, I, I don't say I want to watch that movie. I, I know that movie because that isn't a lie, but it's in that context. Obviously it's completely stupid yeah. um, to say something like this. So, I don't know. It was, um, yeah, obviously that's, that's only w one small thing and there's a billion more probably that I told during my lifetime. But I want to talk to you in the start here. Do you think it's okay to lie or when is it okay to lie? That's a very good question. So um, actually a couple of weeks back, I watched the movie Invention of Lying. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. And I'm not going to lie about, about this one. <laughs> Uh, apropos movies, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so Ricky Gervais made this movie. He's a, he's a British comedian, a brilliant one. I don't know if you have seen Afterlife on Netflix or one of his stand-ups. He's really, really good, right? So this person is not only extremely funny, but he's also really very intelligent. Um, so the movie, I'll tell you a little bit without any spoilers, I will tell you a little bit about the movie, what it does, uh, what, what the plot is. So basically, everyone is living in a world where no one can lie. There, there is no word for lying. There's, the, this concept of lying is not there. So if you would see someone's baby and the baby is ugly, you would say, oh, you have an ugly baby, an ugly baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because, oh, okay. So because there was no concept of lying, like everyone would just always tell the truth what they think. Exactly. And Ricky Gervais, he's a little bit tubby, you know, he's not very uh, um, um, tall and he goes on a date in the beginning of the movie with, uh, I think her name is Jennifer Garner or something. She's a very tall, beautiful woman and she plays the role of the person who uh, Ricky Gervais goes on a date with and right, like when he knocks the door she says oh you're fat <laughs> I don't see this going anywhere I can't have kids with you my, my kids are going to have little tubby noses they are going to be fat I don't want that so this is this, uh, how, uh, how the movie starts I won't go into too much detail now but the thing I wanted to talk about was 
Ricky Gervais in this movie invents lying. So his mother is about to die, right? And the mother is very, very depressed and she's saying, okay, now I'm going to die. Everything is going to be over. And, you know, she is basically, I mean, super depressed, right? And at that moment, because he feels so bad for his mother, he comes up with this concept of heaven. He lies for the first time ever. Interesting. Right? Yes. Yeah. He, he, he says, okay, don't worry. If you die now, you are going to go to this beautiful place in the sky where there will be lakes of this. There, everything will be beautiful. So it's a little bit of like a religious connotation in there too, right? Exactly. Exactly. So okay. this particular lie is about religion. Mm-hmm. And people actually turn him into a saint, into a god later as well, because, you know, they think this person knows everything. He's like the Messiah, right? He, he tells them about the afterland, the after death part of life, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And this is, I mean, he's the only person who can lie, but he did not want to do any kind of, there was, there was no malicious intent behind it. No, right? definitely not. He wanted to console his mother, right? Exactly. Yeah. And this is, this is how the first time ever in this world, in this fictional world, a lie was told. And I think most of the time we lie as well to, you know, to help our fellow humans to not hurt their feelings. I mean, if I ask you right now, oh, Alex, did I put on some weight? I'm pretty sure you're not going to say no. I, it, I think you put on 10 kgs in the last two years. <laughs> oh. I, I'm really bad at judging weight, so I'm just going to say no. <laughs> Thank you. But I think, yeah, it, it can help people. So it's not always a bad thing, I think. What do you think? That's interesting. See, I'm kind of on the same verge here, but also on a completely different brim. Because technically why lie right i mean there is this part of helping someone of not wanting to say hey your baby is ugly if you think so um (laughs) which might hurt these people right and which might be something really terrible and i don't i don't want this i don't want make people you know i don't want to make people feel bad at the same point though is i feel every lie can also turn into something much bigger and you get you know, drop down into this big concept and you start with something small and there's a bunch of movies. I don't, I don't have a specific one in mind, but you know, there's a bunch of things where you start off with like a tiny lie and then it turns into something bigger and bigger and bigger or even in in real life. And then you just got to uphold this lie, right? Um, And, and you're basically living like a double life, like having like a double standard. And it, I think lying can, on the one hand, destroy a lot of things, but on the other hand, can save things sometimes, right? Uh, Especially, I want to say, in relationships, uh, it's it's even more pronounced. Like, you have this big divide on lying can really hurt the other person, but not lying could also really hurt the other person. And I think it comes down to moral judgment, Mm. right? It it really comes down to... um, if you what, what you're doing this lying for basically if it i don't know like if this is good to say but if it will hurt the other person more yeah. the one thing that i don't like is lying about stuff which i think like has consequences right now or immediately in the future right yeah. so if 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 you're doing something where um let's say you're i don't know you're going out on your first date and that person asks you are do you smoke and you quit smoking, right? You quit smoking and you're, you're not doing it anymore. Uh, and you say no, although a couple of friends might still know you that you do smoke. So is this a lie? I mean, you could be frank out and say, well, I did smoke, but I quit. 
Or you could just say no. And if you really never start smoking again, like I, I you never say never, but yeah. I think that's, that's something where you chose to do something else and which I think, all right, it's like, it's okay to not have your entire past yeah. hunt you down in every relationship and every conversation. And I think in the, um, isn't it even allowed in like the labor market, like during doing job interviews to lie? I'm not entire sh entirely I, sure, is it? I, I'm not really sure either. I think there are like certain questions where you are allowed to lie, like, According to the German law? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I definitely know that, or I hope I know this, um, if if you're in your car yeah. and you drank a little bit, yeah. I think you're allowed to say, no, I didn't have a drink. Oh, really? And if they want to test you, you still have to test. But uh, if they if they just asked you and you basically know you had like one sip of wine, is this like considered a drink or not? Or even like one beer if... if if you're dealing well with alcohol in, in general. I'm not saying, by the way, drive drunk. This is, <laughs> I, I personally hate it because you put other people in danger. Exactly. Right? So that's never something you should do. If you want to, you know, drive drunk and wrap yourself around a tree, do so. But it's really harmful for other people because you could also swerve into the other lane and kill someone who has nothing to do with your personal choices. I agree. And I think this might not be written in the law that you can tell a little lie. Okay, you, you had a beer, but you know, there are always these court cases. And when one person wins the case, and then the, a precedence is set, like, you know, uh, maybe, maybe it's a similar thing somewhere happened. And then maybe yes, I, I yeah, I don't know. And you Yeah, it's probably like for your own, like a little bit of happen, whatever. Okay, so so I think there are certain instances where lying, let's say not is appropriate, but I think is tolerated and sometimes may be seen as okay. Uh, the, the biggest one I think everybody tells is how are you doing? And honestly, I sometimes lie and say like, oh, everything is great because I don't want to go into detail about every because it would take like half an hour to explain to that person maybe why not everything is fine or why a personal situation might be drinking on you you know yeah this happens so often i mean we both work in in an american company and you know we have american colleagues we have british colleagues we have colleagues from all over the world and you have calls with them you meet them and the first question is always how are you even if you don't know this person very yeah. well so obviously you're not going to tell them directly that no i'm not feeling well i had a fight with this person or you know whatever you you are not going to tell all those things and what's the answer always yeah i'm good thanks how are you and and i think at least i noticed i've noticed this with me that i it's now conditioning happened with me i my always this answer my answer is it just comes bad. out like straight like that i'm fine Although I know like when we talk, when I talk to my other, you know, colleagues who are very close to me, some French colleagues, some German colleagues, I could always say, no, I'm not really well. I can tell them the story. But because of this conditioning, I would always say, I always say, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? And it takes a little bit of getting to know a person to know when they're lying, right? It, yeah. it, 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 I mean, it can definitely be done. Um, but in a lot of instances, I agree. So I spent, you know, a year back in high school in the US and then also went back frequently. This is the first year I'm not going back. I'm kind of sad, but still. Um, oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's all right. <laughs> um, so the one thing, though, is in the US, when you walk into like any grocery store or anything, like I think it's even more pronounced than us in our working environment. It's 
it's always this. And a lot of people in Germany that I talk to are like, oh, isn't this, isn't this annoying? They're fake, they're lying. But honestly, completely honest here, personal opinion, I love it. <laughs> it, yeah, because it's just, it gives a vibe of positivity. If you're having a really bad day, and you know one of our work colleagues, um, you know, uh, working in the uh, kitchen actually, you know, when, when you see him in the morning. Oh man, damn, you're Yes, your life brightens up. Yeah. And it, it, I don't, honestly, I don't really care if it's sincere or not. Yeah. Um, I personally hope and I feel like it's sincere, but even if it wouldn't be, yeah. it lifts my mood. And when there are, you know, people working in, let's say, the grocery stores or in the, you know, food serving restaurant industry, and they might have a bad day, but they are, you know, putting on the smile and saying, hey, how are you doing? As long as it's not, like, not completely dishonest, yeah. I actually do prefer this over the German lame, boring way of, <laughs> hey, or nothing at all, and you just pass on and this is your life. Yeah. I I'm, I'm I'm a little torn between both the approaches to be honest. So um, I mean, I so the first time I went to the US was in 2016, right? And before that, I did not know how the things were over there. But my my friends, my colleagues. Wait, 2016? Yeah. Oh, sorry, 2018. 20. Okay. 20, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks for keeping me honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically I did not know a lot about the culture other than you would watch movies, you would watch all those series and you would learn a little bit from that. But my, my colleagues over here, my friends over here would keep telling me, oh, they are so fake, you know, and everything is so fake over there. People don't care about you, but they will still ask you how you are, you know. Um, over here, it does not happen right people <laughs> i would say not never but really infrequently exactly but uh, if you go into a supermarket they are not going to ask you we get seen right no no they, they will say like hey and then have a great day probably at the exactly. end but that's it yeah, yeah exactly but it, it again as you were talking about service the service levels also aren't that great as no. in the u.s then <laughs> they are not <laughs> yeah but to be honest, but if you're doing too doing it too extreme, right? So if everyone is asking you, hey, how are you? If everyone on the road, you are just passing by is asking you, hey, how are you? And they don't even stop to listen to your answer. <laughs> I think that's something I'm a bit, you know, I'm, I'm a bit reluctant to do. That is something I don't want to have. Okay. Yeah. yeah to have like a completely fake kind of society in, in general, where it also jumps over to the personal interactions that you have each and every day, like everything. Yeah, yeah I agree. So I think lying is one of the few things in life, or actually it is, that you can completely control yourself. Yeah. So I, I, I read a book once. Actually, I have it somewhere back there. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, I think it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a fuck oh, i mean i'm just gonna say this now even though i'm not gonna label this as mature language because it's the book title um <laughs> yeah. and that have you read it i i really want to i really okay. want to yeah i think it was one of the most read books last year yeah i, I want to say it's probably a little longer ago that this was the long, like most read book but yeah i think it was a new york times bestseller or something okay. this book first of all it changed it, it, it's awesome like i i sincerely love this book and it taught me more than a lot of other stuff about personal health and well not even personal well i guess personal health, but just a bunch of stuff so i highly recommend reading this um apart from that though i think it was in that book i'm not quite sure i haven't read it in a year or two but one of the points was 
put yourself or have life goals, right? So have life goals, definitely have goals you work towards. That's awesome. But when you define your own happiness, never tie it to something which is not in your control. So for example, it would be bad to say, um, I want to have more money than Jeff Bezos or something like this, because it's, it's just not in your control, right? I mean, yes, you can work hard, you can invest in the stock market, you can try and make some money. Sure, there is an element, but it's not really, it's not up to you because you don't know how fast Jeff Bezos' money is growing and you can never be happy. You can, you know, it, it like, it, it's just a pretty stupid, honestly, goal to have. And there's a luck factor involved always. And, and there's a luck factor, right? And, and it doesn't mean that you're not happy if you, let's say, win the lottery maybe, right? So there is nothing wrong about doing this, but there is a good amount of, well, it's, it's not gonna happen to everyone. However, let's say you have a goal of always being honest. This is something that is 100% in your control. Like this is something that nobody can take away from you. And it's one of the few things in life that if you define your own happiness or your own success by saying, I'm successful if I don't lie, if I'm always honest to the people around me, that's something you can totally achieve. I, I mean, I agree up to a certain extent. <laughs> so I think this word always is, is, is the problem, is my issue over here right now. Because... I think it's almost impossible to always be honest, to never tell a lie, you know, because we live in a society and we have to be nice to each other, right? We, exa the example of the ugly baby I was, yeah. you know, yeah. g I, I gave in the beginning. If, I mean, I don't know who wrote this, but some famous Indian author I, I read when I was a child. So he said, if we don't... Uh, if we stop being nice to each other, the grains will always, the gutters will always run with human blood, you know, because you will yes. constantly keep fighting. There will be disputes, you know. And, and you got a compromise in life and yeah. society. And some of it may be, um, in German, it's called doing a böse Miene zum guten Spiel, like, yeah. uh, oh, no, 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 other way around, doing a gute Miene zum bösen Spiel. It's like looking at something which you completely distaste of or don't like, but looking at it kind of like, yeah, you're okay with it. Um, and that's a form of lying, I guess. And I, I guess I agree. Like the personal happiness part touched me in a way that more though learning that not everything material or other otherwise stuff is like a goal you you is necessarily worth pursuing. Yeah. And I think people are like, well, Alex, yeah, obviously it's not blah, 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 blah. But honestly, um, I don't know how it was for you as a child, but as a child, I was super materialistic. And I I think I still am to a good extent. To, to be quite honest, I do still like to have good stuff. But I learned over the years that this is not all that there is to life, obviously. Um, and and I don't know, like it, it something like this book just taught me there is more to it and you can have other goals. Have you been really materialistic as a child? <laughs> like was it like, oh, this is mine and I want to have like a big house and I want to have like a yacht. And Let me talk about an incident I've never told anyone about other than the person whom I said this to when I was a child. So I had a birthday party and in India, it's uh, normal that the people who would come to you would give you money instead of buying you gifts. And I think I was 10 or 11. I don't really know. I don't remember. But this person came to my birthday and they gave me money. I was like, I would have preferred a gift. <laughs> so that was how materialistic I was. <laughs> Give me a gift. 
um, no, but I, I, yeah, so I think the same way. I think materialistic things make you happy for a short duration of time, you know. I, for example, I really wanted these headphones, the Bose <laughs> 700 ones, although I had the QC25 ones as well, and they were working absolutely fine. Uh, but I really wanted these, and I was like, oh, I need to buy this, need, need to buy these. And after a month, I bought them. And the second day, I didn't really. It's kind of all felt ex feel excited about it. You get like a little of dopamine when you buy them, and yeah. then when they arrive again. But then it's like, okay, now I have them. Yeah, I agree. It's sometimes material stuff is obviously sometimes it's fun and great and cool to have, but sometimes also not. For example, this microphone uh, was actually a gift from colleagues at work. Uh, I think you pitched into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, so something like this actually. Uh, just improve my video quality on my like uh, Alex Universe channel and people were like, oh, your, your audio is terrible. You can't do this. So something like this, I generally appreciate and I was generally happy. And at like, if it w one, wouldn't have been for you um, folks at, at work giving me this as a gift, I think it was like last year. Yeah, last year for my birthday. Um, yeah. I, we I knew think, you wanted to do YouTube videos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have bought something like this at some point just because I really needed this. Yeah. Uh, but then there's other stuff where you feel like you need it, but then it's kind of like, eh. But that's fine. That's fine. That's just the world we live in and consumer goods yeah. and stuff like that. But, but by the way, Alex, uh, I think we also gave you a book on how to yes. how to be. It's, it's like right over there. Yeah. And was it helpful? Yes, actually it was. I'm still not completely through with it, but there's a couple of things. It's, it, by the way, it starts out with, and I, I love this, yeah. it starts out with telling you basically what you should do, right? Yeah. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, also like the creator, like That Creative Light by Sarah Dietschy. I think we're gonna link this below. She's a she's a fun YouTuber. She does good stuff, and yeah. um, also other YouTubers, obviously like MKBHD, the Waveform Podcast. I don't think I have to link that below. It's like the they just had their one year anniversary. They have ten million downloads. Wow! Podcast like on average like two hundred thousand an episode or something like this. Listeners, this is that's pretty insane. Anyway, anyway, um, and they talked also about this, and the same thing that the book talked about is like. What should you focus your channel on, right? Like, what, how should you find a niche? Should you find a broad topic? And what it all comes down to, and what will also be my recommendation here is, do stuff you like, yeah. and and that's all. Like, honestly, that's all. Like, but that's the advice generally in life you should give everyone, right? Or one should follow. Do stuff you like, and then you'll always be happy. I know I'm not <laughs> really <laughs> the best example right now of uh, you know of this whole thing, but. Um, yeah. For for context though, like we work together and Harbier would like to at least at some point maybe change his outlook a, a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, become more positive. No, I mean, uh, to be honest, I like working in tech. I actually love working in tech and love the company and everything. But there's always like, oh, I should work on a 10x idea. You know, I should work on an idea that would affect billions of people. I've always thought that way and that's why also I actually started working for the company that we are working for but I have sometimes have feeling that right now I'm not doing that so maybe in the future you know yeah, yeah. 
All right, we drifted off here yeah. in, in like the YouTube and the what you like to do stuff. I think that's a good po topic for like another podcast where we talk about like work uh, and, and personal goals, stuff like that. But let's get back to the topic of lying. And um, I listened to the Vergecast this morning while I was having breakfast. Actually, I started listening to it yesterday. So it's one of the more recent episodes. Let me... Let me just figure out which one it is so that our listeners, if they want to, can do this. So it's called the uh, it's called the Vergecast and it's the most recent episode. Samsung unpacked Google Pixel 4a review and Apple's new 27 inch iMac. Now, on that episode, pretty much like in the first couple of minutes or something um, after they have like their regular intro, you know, that podcast, right? I, I know that. To be honest, I've never like heard one in its entirety. That's fine. I, That's uh, fine. Yeah. yeah, and I just recently, really recently started, and there are sometimes long episodes where I'll just listen to the first parts and then eh, whatever. I think I listened to um, a couple of interviews there. Anyway, uh, in the first part, they talked about some of the more recent actions taken by Facebook and Twitter against, and when we're talking about lying, this topic will have to come up eventually, yeah. against uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. And uh, it was the, if, if like I'm going to rely completely on this podcast, I haven't researched this myself, but if what they said is true and I believe them, they're a pretty fun and actually pretty great publication, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, Twitter and Facebook took actions against the Trump campaign and also I think Trump himself anyway, about his more most recent, um, most recent posting where he said, children are immune to the coronavirus which is just flat out a lie it's, it's just yeah it's just and and i think it's really good that they took so hard actions against this because this is dangerous like this is if someone reads this and for whatever reason a lot of people still believe on what donald trump's is, still believe like stuff that's just on the internet without researching this but to whatever extent this is dangerous because people can do this so this is another level of lying i think I agree. I mean, especially if you're such an important person and people follow you. I mean, you should believe he, he's the president of the US, yes. you know, so you have to believe that at least half of the people is listening to what he's saying. They might not follow everything he's doing, but let's say even if 10% people of 10% uh, people are uh, actually believing everything he's saying, how dangerous this can be. You know, people can start sending their children to schools without any care, to fun parts without any care. How fast this whole thing would spread. I mean, how fast it is spreading, it right? Is spreading. I mean, at least uh, in the US, and, but it's, it's picking up in Germany as well. I'm, I'm, we're not completely immune. We're second day back over a thousand infections uh, yeah. per day recorded, yeah. um, partly due to people returning from vacations, also due to uh, I know this is going to sound really hypocritical, but also due to the extended testing. But that's good that we know where people are um, that that have, uh, you know, the medical you know conditions and who are sick. It's but it's such a President Trump. I kind of despise calling him president, to be completely honest. Um, Donald Trump has taken lying in the probably like highest office there is to hold in this world yeah. to another level. The New York Times, like I think they have a list of all the ongoing lies. They they have a counter, I think. <laughs> Every time he lies, there's a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it should be like a big bell tower in, in, in Washington, D.C. And it's like someone is ringing the bell like, Donald Trump, take another lie. He lied again. It would be nobody could sleep. Yeah. This is maybe what they should do. 
<laughs> that way, you know, people will be like, stop telling freaking lies, Donald. This is stupid. I want to sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think this is hurting so many people. And uh, the, the saddest thing is um, for especially this pandemic that's ongoing, um, someone said, you know, in, in when the World Trade Centers collapsed, it was horrific. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, but compared to how many deaths there are now in the US due to the corona, it's like nothing. It's literally per, like percentage point, single digit percentage point. It's nothing, right? So people said, someone said, if 100 people die, it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. If a million people die, it's a statistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I, I think we humans are like that until like a huge, you know, until a huge drama happens or there's an explosion. We don't really notice things. We we do notice things, but we don't. Until this happens to me or to my family, I would never consider it to be relevant. Yes, right? yes. That's the thing, I that's, think. And that's the issue as well. So that's why people are not taking it serious. I, I feel like that's part of it. But part of it is also because lies told by some of the media. Um, I'm, I'm just going to call out Fox News here. What the, f- you know, what, <laughs> what are you doing, people? This is not even funny anymore. Apart from that, though, yeah. um, is just Donald Trump himself. Yeah. Why do you think he tells so many lies? Uh, might might have something to do with the upbringing. I'm I'm not a psychiatrist. I can't really say that. But there have been like multiple evaluations of his personality. People are saying he is a narcissistic person who would do anything to you know make people like him who like him. And if you're on the other side, he does not care about you. He would tell you anything to win. For example, the elections. You know. I don't think he cares about any anything. I don't really think he cares about uh, you know um, the uh, how the U.S. economy is doing or for because he always uh, considers or actually says at least that he's like champion of economy, right? So that's the way he portrayed himself when he was uh, camp- campaigning in two thousand sixteen, right? So, um, and I don't know, I'm. But the thing is, he's not the only one, to be honest. Politicians lie everywhere in the world, right? It's just the amount of lying you are. And the types of lies, I feel like, too. Right? Because even here in Germany, people will do, like, campaign promises and it's a lie. Okay. But stuff that's, like, to such a big gravity, such as this this pandemic, uh, also some of the racial stuff, you know, that's where the fun stops for me, right? Like, I don't... I don't... I don't think lying is good in politics at any point because it's something that the public should be treated fair, equally, and also transparently without lies, but okay. But then when it comes to topics like this, where literally lives of um, black lives are at stake when it comes to police, um, not only in the US, by the way, uh, around the world, um, or lives of minorities in general, and then lives are at stake with a pandemic that's going on, stop lying. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, cannot agree more. But the thing is, again, is it just him telling the lies because he can tell the lies? Or is it him being empowered by his party or the people around him or even, you know, general population or at least this 10% population we were talking about of USA that are making that, that he's lying so much that he does not care, you know? 
I don't really know. The fun thing though is, or not fun, actually pretty sad thing is, um, is it, let's say he is just plainly put stupid. Like, let's say he actually believes in what he says. I don't hope so. I, I don't think so. And I don't so. think I so. Don't but so. let's, for, for a moment, let's, let's assume that this is what's happening. Are you still lying? Like, is this still a lie? I, I think in his specific condition, a lot of people told him, you are wrong. Like, scientists all around the world are like, what are you doing? This is stupid. In this case, okay, let's look aside. But let's say you, you are genuinely believing something like and it's it's a lie it's just bl blunt out wrong mm -hmm. at what point is this still a lie and at what point is it like is it not a lie yeah good point alex i i know people who believe that the earth is flat <laughs> you personally know i personally know at least one person he's a actually he's an intelligent person he did his masters in not informatics, but <laughs> computer science. He, he used to manage a team of software developers in a medium-sized business. Uh, but he does believe that the earth is flat. So if he's telling me about it. So for the first few months, we used to meet each other, like, let's say, in a couple of months once. And we always thought that he was joking with us, that yeah. he was, you know, trying to pull a leg or, you know, trying to pull a stunt. But he wasn't. <laughs> he, he genuinely believed that i'm not really sure if he still believes this thing i haven't talked to him in four or five months now i think but yeah that's interesting and if he tells me that the earth is flat i don't think he's lying he's trying to help me it's you know <laughs> but see i think okay let, let's consider the like really extreme situation you're a kid you're being brought up by your parents and regardless of whether this is considered lying from your parents, your parents tell you, um, I don't know, like earth is flat, right? Completely just earth. So you grow up, you go to school and the first time you go into, I don't know, it's probably coming up before that, but let's say the first time you ever be, uh, um, you ever are really confronted with this yeah. is the first time you do like your geography class. And then you talk about different continents and where stuff is. You learn about the coordinate system around the world. And you look at this, it's like a sphere, like the, personal like your teacher's holding up a sphere and you're like no but the earth is flat right so i so up to this point yeah i think it's not lying because this is genuinely what you believe yeah now there's a part like a transition time where there is re-education taking place yeah. if you are resilient to this re-education and still spew out your lies afterwards i think that's when you can be considered a liar rather than just believing something. Because you can believe, honestly, anything that you really want to, but if it's a proven fact, it should, like, this is just a bland out lie. Otherwise, we have this whole, like, problem with the president of the United States telling some stupid stuff and then saying, oh, this is just my opinion. This is blah, blah. Sorry, you can't do that. Yeah, but, okay, the thing is, if you don't believe the facts... If you keep, I mean, it's about the definition of lying. Is the definition of lying saying something untrue or is it saying something which you happen to know is untrue? Which you happen to think is untrue. Yeah, think is untrue. Because exactly. You don't know. Well, I guess for you, it's the difference between thinking and knowing isn't really there or that distinct. Yeah. And wow. in, in this case, I think this person 
and especially if you consider, I think social media is a great, great thing, right? But it has, it, it did something which is very special, which didn't used to happen before, and which can be considered a bit negative as well. It gives platform for all the like-minded people to come together and discuss these things, right? So I'm pretty sure there were people 20 years ago as well who thought that the earth is flat, moon landing never happened, and all those kind of things, sure, yeah. you know? But these were like people who were isolated from other like-minded people. And this is where social media came into the picture, yeah. I think. And now they have platform where they can talk to each other, where they can, and that's how the conspiracy theory starts, like in a large manner. It is. I don't know what to say. But yeah, but this is really interesting. So um, I would actually be interested if any of you are listening on YouTube, uh, just you know, put a comment down under the YouTube video, or if you really want to, just send us an email. Is what do you consider lying? Because I don't think we can we can reach a a really definition here. For me, lying is telling something that is not true, regardless of whether you think it's true or not mm. but then there i mean i completely i see that there is another point of view to this where if you believe something is lying to you like everyone else saying something different than you believe in or for me this would be just plain ignorance yeah and the question will again be if lying or in which case lying is a bad thing so yeah you know if you are lying about things which are going to be harmful for people. It's definitely a very bad thing and you should stop, especially in people in the position of power should yes. stop doing and, this. And position of power could mean president, but could also mean teacher. Could definitely, definitely. I think teachers shape the future of a country of the world. Right? Yes, they do. I don't think a teacher should lie. No, no. And I, I mean, you don't expect this because you, you think your children are being taught in school, are being educated. That, like, that's the point. And you don't want them to have a lie. However, now we come back to, um, there was a point on, I want to say it's Trevor Noah or something, right? Like some, some of the like late night shows, whatever. Um, and one person they, I don't want to say interviewed because it wasn't interviewed. It was like a point of thing was, um, in the U.S., that person said uh, it was regarding to the topic of teaching slavery in school or not, oh, yeah. right? And and that person said, um, "Well, I want my school, I want my uh, son to to go to school and be proud about like and learn about that America is a great country, and I want him to know." And this is like a I want to say I pretty much have this memorized. I want him to learn that the worst day in America is still better than any day in the rest of the world. I heard that. I heard that as well. I was, I like, was, I, I was speechless. I watched that segment and I had to turn off my TV for a good 10 minutes <laughs> because I couldn't believe this level of, I want to say ignorance, but this doesn't even like get it because this is basically lying about an entire part of history to a generation which hopefully has the means we see this with fridays for future with the black lives matter movement a lot of young people are shaping countries or shaping the actually the uh, horrible explosion in lebanon was it Beirut, yeah Beirut. um now you see in the uh, german tagesschau we talked about this on this podcast before you see it's a news publication here in germany running every day at 8 15 p.m uh, on the first german television channel um the you see that a lot of young people are 
taking, you know, shovels. Like, the government is not helping them. They are organizing themselves and bringing this back. So I hope that the next generation of people uh, is better educated, has more tolerance, obviously, stuff like that, but also is keen on the, like, on the future and keen on the truth. Yeah. And I think, personally, I think you can only shape the future if you don't tell lies first of all yeah. like that's the first part apart from maybe hey how are you doing oh i'm doing well whatever lies yeah. um and if you also are educated properly without being you know lied to yeah children if you talk to any child you would know that children usually don't lie so uh, there's this famous meme as well so if uh, uh, your friend tells you that you're ugly that he or she is just jealous but if a baby tells you you're ugly, you are ugly. <laughs> no, I mean, children don't know how to lie, but they learn this, right? With, yes. with the time, they learn this in the society, they learn this in the school, they, everywhere, basically. Is it tied to your upbringing and how much you're punished for lying? It, it, yeah, it has to be, definitely. Now, uh, if I consider the difference in German society and Indian society, because, I'm, well, I'm not an expert, but <laughs> at least I got to know both the societies. So um, I think Germans are very direct, right? Yes. In, in many things, they would tell you directly what they feel like, what they think like. and Mostly. Yeah, yeah. And Indian society is usually, you know, I would say they're very polite, right? They... I can't talk for all the people, but most of the people are polite and they won't tell you right away, even if you're doing something wrong, even if you hurt their feeling, they will still try to be nice to you. Uh, So it depends on what kind of upbringing you got, what kind of society you grew up in, you know, that, uh, yeah. I think this goes a little further even, Uh, and this is, I think, the same in your family as is in organizations. Let's say you do something wrong. Yeah. Right. Let's say something bad happens. I think that's the point where a lot of people are inclined to lie. Say if you have siblings, oh, this wasn't me that broke the vase. It was my brother, my sister in an organization. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know who did this, like oh, who yeah. deleted this. Like, oh, no, this that wasn't me. I That was like it was like. So I think it depends on your acceptance culture as well, like your willingness to accept fails. And I think this is i think it all comes down to your education parents but also like the culture that's in your company when you're doing something wrong i think children should never have the fear of going to their parents obviously they shouldn't be like oh yay you broke the vase but they should be okay you told me now let's take a shovel take a broom clean this up you know and we will look we can build a new vase together because vases are something you can like build out of clay or something right so do something fun that bonds your family and has your or or teaches your children to not be fearful of telling the lies and i think this goes even one step further because that also teaches them to to accept responsibility for stuff they're doing and i think lying and accepting responsibility are really close intertwined i agree uh I mean, cannot agree more. So if you, uh, when you're a child, if you do anything wrong and you get a beating for that, you are trying, you will always try to hide that from your parents. Next next time you're lying. <laughs> next time you will be lying, yeah. And if your parents, uh, you know, in some societies, it's ha- it happens a lot where people really care about what other people are going to think of them or think of their family. So 
you know, they will try to bring up their children in that way as well. You are never supposed to fail any subject in the school. You always have to have A+. plus. You always have to be the best student, you know. And the child, when the child is failing, first of all, consider how much pressure this person, this child would have, would be under. Insane. Insane amount of pressure. So much pressure. Like, I, I wouldn't want anyone to be in this kind of position where you'd have to fear your your own family basically for something as stupid as a failed test or something yeah yeah and then i mean that's where lying start as well then you know you don't want to disappoint people you don't want to get beaten as well in some cases in some extreme cases so yeah and this continues from generation to generation then it does all right there's one last thing i want to end on here and i think it's it's maybe my first real experience with lying in the sense of not me personally telling lies. And I've known the concept of lying, but a lot more. So back in high school, um, I was an exchange student. You know that. Um, we talked about this before. I went... There was a kid at my U.S. high school. That kid, he was a, I want to say a pathological liar. And and maybe, and I haven't researched this, I maybe should have, maybe there's even a condition that's like a a psychological condition or something. There probably is. So I don't want to, in this entire conversation, we don't want to be disrespectful of people who may be facing such conditions. We should not have talked about Trump then. Ah, (laughs) Nope, I don't give a, no, he can, he can, nope, nope. I I stand by every word I said regarding him. Um, No, but that person lies would be like the first thing coming out of his mouth so seriously he would walk up to you you talk about cars and he's like oh look at the car my parents just bought and it would be like a ferrari and okay some people were rich they their parents would have ferraris but then he would go to google have like the first like you would just google ferrari and it would be like the second picture and then but but then instead of admitting like oh yeah i just pulled the picture you know it was it obviously was a joke which i think is fine you're a kid at school whatever you can do this no, he would go in all in and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, this used to be the Ferrari of that famous person, like of that actor or that actress yeah. or, you know, like like he would go deep to yeah. try to make this somehow. Right. And then you'd be like, oh, can we see it? Like, oh, no, it's it's in the shop. It's it's not in the, in the state right now. It's it's being, you know, taken care of stuff like yeah. or then, you know, the house like, oh, yeah, I live in this house. Hmm. OK, but but you live in. Oh, yeah, this is just uh, while there's being like, I don't know, something. being. It was honestly at, at first. This is kind of what your story was. I thought that person was joking. <laughs> I honestly thought, but it went on and on and on. And at some point I was like, oh. that's no joke like this is this may be like a serious condition and again i'm not completely sure if there's something like this i think there is but didn't you have a similar person or a person telling similar stories here in germany as well because i had these kind of friends in india as well and i think this is very common with children I mean, first of all, we were like, what, 15, maybe 16. So we weren't quite like children, children okay. anymore. No, that, that's not the right age then to. Yes. I mean, oh, if, if you're like, if you're whatever, like nine or 10 and you're like, oh, I have bragging rights. I have this new <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Sure. Like everybody has a little bit of, yeah. 
want, wanting to sound cool, stuff like this. But no, I think because of the age and because of, you know, just at some point you're just able to prove them wrong. And yeah. this is where the you know this is where my definition of lying comes in again. So, so like you're just plain out lying. Like just stop it. Yeah, yeah, I I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, again, I mean some people you can give them as many facts as you want to. They don't care. They just believe what they believe, and they will say what they want to say. How? What? What's the thing? Do you think there is a cure for this? Do you think there's a way to help this? If the society starts, I mean, I'm not just talking about like one half the, of the society or, you know, even not majority, but like if let's say 95% of the people start seeing the lies as the lies they are, you know, and the person who is telling the lies would not benefit out of what he's doing, he or she's doing, then I think this might this might stop. Now I'm thinking about, you know, like the presidents, like Donald Trump and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I think it's uh, twofold. Education, first of all. Yeah. Like education needs to be on the basis of everything. We need to make sure that education is affordable or even free, that it is accessible to everyone and that the people in education are paid enough, but also vetted enough to make sure that those people are not telling lies or are racists just pointed like this like what if you have white supremacists in like teaching i don't know if there are there probably are i'm pretty sure there yeah, are in some I, places in the world yeah i don't know any my, myself which is fine but also the um just like don't be biased towards anything also religious like i think especially kids should grow up in a uh, supportive environment without judging them for their religion or their parents, but also being open-minded and teaching them about other religions. So I think this is what school should be, right? It should be a safe place to learn and educate children. So It is up to a certain extent. If you think oh, about like, definitely. you know, German schools, there are religious uh, classes, I guess. Yeah. If you don't want to go to those, there are something called Werther Norman, which is like, your values and your principles. And yes. Values. So you can opt out of yeah. like the religion, which honestly, I don't know if I super support this because I think it's important to learn about religion in an unbiased view. Like I think even though, let's say you're Muslim, you're a Christian, you're whatever, like a Hindu, right? Is the religion? Yeah. Yeah. Hindus. I think everyone can benefit from learning a little bit about a different religion. Like, like I'm a Christian, but I learned about um, um, like Hinduism and and other religions in school, and I think this opened me up to the like principle that oh yeah, like people believe in different stuff as long as they don't kill me for it or do anything else. Like I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, of course, and I think people should also learn about atheism, for example, which is yes. basically lack of belief, you know, and you know, or just not believing in it. What is the other one? There's atheism. So there's, uh, you can be agnostic, which is, you say, I don't know if there's a God or not. Yeah. Okay. And then there's atheism, like believing that there is no God, right? They, they are, the atheists say, like there are different people saying different things, but most of the atheists say, I don't believe that your claim that there is a God is true unless you prove it to me. 
Okay, that's kind of yeah. the scientific way. Interesting. So, yeah, they are not saying that there is no God because it's impossible to 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 you know to so prove no anything for yeah. Like in mathematics, you cannot prove something like uh, is uh, impossible unless. But what you can prove is that you give an example where this was possible, right? Sure. So scientific method. Scientific method, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so. Um, I know that a lot of people, a lot of religious people ask atheists that, uh, um, where does your morality come from? You know, because most of the people think, okay, morality comes from religion. Mor religion tells you to not kill people. But this is, this does not have to be true. We are, you know, there, we, there, there's an evolution. Yes. You know, and we live in societies. I know if something is beneficial for you, it's beneficial for me as well. If I cannot kill people, kill you, you are not going to kill me either. So there has to be set of rules for that, you know. So I think, again, the classes like where you will talk about morality, like I hope this is what they are teaching in German schools. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know. But, you know, so you should teach about religions. You should teach about morality in general. You should, I mean... Try to bring up the children in a manner that they are non-biased, that they are ready to learn things and that they can evaluate if they are being lied to or if they are being told the truth. Exactly. And that comes back to the topic of lying. And then I think the second cure basically for this is holding people accountable. And I, I'm like at fault here. I think a lot of us are, but I definitely am myself. When you see something that's wrong, it, it doesn't matter if it's a lie told by a president, by your neighbor, or by someone who is a racist diminishing like a movement like the Black Lives Matter movement or something else. We need to stand up and t call these people out. Yeah. Like these are things that we can only get rid of if we as a society come together and decide that lies should be something that isn't part of your, and I'm going to put this to the extreme now, everyday news briefing in the morning or in the evening in the US. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to say that this is only something in the US. Like we have certainly have issues like this in Germany as well and a bunch of other countries as well. I just want to say because it's so prominent. We had our episode why everyone is so, or why we are so, so obsessed about the US. So I think this, <laughs> this comes into play. But yeah. I think it's the like holding people accountable doing something against it right yeah agree let's hope this happens <laughs> i really hope so cool i uh, really interesting alex the the conversation we just had i think we can go on for <laughs> yes yes we probably could but uh, it's probably a good point to to stop it here harbier thank you so much uh it was fun yeah thank you alex it was a lot of fun Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the German Masala podcast. We will be back in two weeks time. If you want to, you can find us on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, um, which is if you own a Tesla, also in your Tesla cars. And we're also on Spotify as well as on YouTube. And please do consider subscribing. It's something that's completely free, which just means that either, either on YouTube, your video just shows up automatically for you or on your podcast platforms, which once you're using this can usually mean that the podcast is automatically downloading to you 
German Masala is a podcast under the Alex Universe brand, which is currently a YouTube channel hosted by me, Alex, where I talk about electric cars and this podcast hosted by Harbier and myself. Mm-hmm.